Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. These are the prison epistles. John Knox was a Scottish pastor. Uh, who uh, lived in the 1500s uh, and part of the same Reformation movement as uh, Martin Luther in Germany uh, and John Calvin. Uh, it, it, it was John Knox's desire to see Scotland come to this, this reformed faith, this deeper faith. And he was a fiery preacher who often preached with a Bible in one hand uh, and actually a sword in the other. At one point in his life, uh, Knox was captured uh, by the French, and he, he rowed in, in the sort of the, the, the belly of this boat uh, as, a, as a gallery slave. He spent uh, over a year of his life rowing as a slave until he was set free um, and went back to work in Scotland. Um, Queen Mary of the Scots once said, I fear the prayers of John Knox more than all the assembled armies of Europe. Uh, John Knox founded the Presbyterian Church in Scotland, uh, where it really became the first church um, governance model where the people in the pew had a vote, a say, uh, and and really brought about the reformation of the church in that way. He's a a huge figure in church history. Uh, One of the the most famous prayers that John Knox ever prayed, and he prayed it regularly, Uh, John Knox used to say, give me Scotland or I die. That was his prayer. That was his fight. That was his life. That's what he fought for, lived for, died for. Give me Scotland or I die. What do we desire? What is the burning desire of our lives? What are we working for? What are we fighting for? What are we living for? Uh, as we as we come to once again to this this practical Friday, uh, we've been working the last few weeks through the Acts format of praying, which starts with adoration, uh, focusing on, on who God is uh, and just sort of basking in worship uh, in, in Him, uh, and then from there you get into confession of of we look at God and then we we realize how unworthy we are of being able to approach this God and confess the brokenness in our lives. Uh, then we come into thanksgiving and simply in, in gratitude for all that he's done and he's doing and will do. Uh, and then finally, the, the S in Acts is supplication, which is a, a strange word that just means asking for stuff. Um, and so, so I, I, I really appreciate that it comes at the end of the prayer and that you spend three quarters of the prayer really not focusing on really ourselves and our desires at all. Uh, and it helps me anyway as, as I go through this. It puts me in the right perspective when it does come to the place of saying, God, here's, here are the desires that I want to bring before you. Here are the things that I'd like to see. It comes with perhaps a different perspective. Um, in the same way, I've been teaching Aubrey uh, the Lord's Prayer. She's been memorizing it. And, and even in it, there's really only one line, the, the give us our daily bread line, which talks about our stuff, the things that, that we feel like we need in our lives. And so it's, it's keeping that in perspective. But today I want to talk about supplication, uh, coming before God with our desires. Uh, we're told all through Scripture, repeatedly, that we are to come to God, that He wants to hear our requests. And so we see it, uh, we'll see it again later here as well in Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. 
So God says, don't just sit in anxiety. Bring the request. Bring our anxieties. Bring our fears to him. He wants to hear them. In 1 Peter, Peter says it as well. Uh, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So we're to bring those to God. In Matthew, um, Jesus himself said... um, He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Uh, And so there's this idea through Scripture that that we don't have because we don't ask, and, and that we need to bring our requests to God, and we need to pray boldly, and we need to pray specific, and we need to expect God to answer because He does. But I think the question becomes, what are we praying for? Uh, I've been studying this week about the the invigorating power of prayer and that prayer moves the hand of God. Um, But without desire, it's been said the prayer is meaningless. The prayer is but the crying expression of a dependence upon God. And so what is it when we come before God, what are we asking for? Is it a checklist of things that we feel like we're supposed to ask for? Or is it just our own personal stuff that we're worried about? Is it just those things? What is it we truly desire? It comes back to the question of of, of what do we truly earnestly burn with passion for? Um, I really like, there's a story in the Old Testament that strikes me on on Moses, where Moses is up on the hill getting the Ten Commandments and the people are sitting down below and and God says to Moses, I'm done with them. I'm so frustrated with their sin. I'm going to wipe them out and I'm going to start over with you, Moses. And Moses' heart breaks for his people, the people that he loves. And Moses cries out to God. He says, blot me, I pray, out of thy book. He says, no, don't start over with me, God. Remove me. I don't care about me. Blot me out of your book. Just spare your people. Spare them. Have mercy on them. Don't forget them. And and we see that God relents. And it's, I think, because of Moses' burning passion and desire for his people that God answers that prayer. And so what, what are we burning for? In Matthew 6, Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. And so there's something, I think, here about prayer and desire and the kingdom of God, that, that are we burning with desire for God's kingdom, for the things that God desires, or do we really just care about the things that we desire about and, and God is kind of our genie and we expect him to give us what we want? Um, the image that, that came to my mind as I was thinking about this, and um, as, as most illustrations, it's not perfect, but um, I just picture uh, the, this army going to war. Uh, and and that, that imagery does come up in the Bible where we're told to, to fight against, not people, um, but against the principalities and, and the powers of darkness and, and sin and injustice and brokenness in the world. And that there is a battle going on between light and darkness. And, and we have been enlisted in God's army. And so imagine there's this, this battle front and there, there's an army going out to fight. And that, there's, it's huge, monumental, world-changing battle that's going on. But we're at home, sort of, well, we're, we're on the, sort of the, the, the rear lines in our, our little tent, stressed about paint samples for the walls of our tent. It's kind of missing the point 
of what we're really to be about. And, and I know that as someone who's looked at a lot of paint samples, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to discount that. I'm not saying God can't, we can't have nice tents. But what, what is truly our, our purpose and our desire? What do we care about? Is it simply me living here at the rear lines while there's a battle going on? Or am I part of this battle? Am I, do I realize that I'm part of this army and that there's this fight going on? And that needs to be where my true concern is. What is our desire? Do we have a burning kingdom desire with, with eternal consequences? Do we care about the things that God cares about? Or are we just frustrated at times because God doesn't seem to care enough about the things that I care about? And I think that impacts our prayer life. And so the, the challenge is really simple today is do you have a burning kingdom desire? Do we see the statistics of lost people in our world? Do we see the brokenness and the injustice in our world? Do we see the fact that Jesus is coming back once again and that we have only a short time, however long that is, that God has given us to be part of this fight, to do something significant, where he's called us as ambassadors to join in this kingdom? Do we have a burning desire? Or do we just want to stay in our tent? And so the, the call today is if you do have a burning desire, um, the carve out, make sure to carve out some time, a reminder today to carve out some time and that God does listen, God does answer, that God can move the mountains, that he's waiting for our hearts to align with his and to cry out for the things that he's crying out for. But if you don't, I mean, if, if you truly go, I, I, I don't. Then my, my, my challenge for you today is that you would spend some time, carve out some time, and pray a very simple prayer. God, give me a desire for something that you desire. That's a simple prayer. I pray that you would pray it in, in, in a desiring way. Open our eyes, God, to see the reality of what's going on. Show me my call in it. God, give me a desire for something you desire. A very simple prayer in this supplication, not just asking for more stuff. God wants to hear those things. He wants us to, to unload our heart. He wants us to cast our anxieties on him. He wants to hear those things. But as we, as we, as we look at those mountain-moving kind of prayers that God wants us to cry out, to ask for it. I think it needs to be on kingdom purposes. And so what is a desire that God is desiring? Marvelous purposes, according to E.M. Bounds, need marvelous praying to execute them. Miracle-making promises need miracle-making prayers to realize them. What do we really desire? And are you willing to ask Him and yearn for His heart for something? to join in that fight, coming before him in prayer with that. Let's pray. God, we confess that so often we get caught up with the trivialities of our lives and trying to build our little kingdoms. And we confess that we often get frustrated when you don't give us what we want as quickly as we want it. God, give us the perspective to see the much larger fight at hand what's really going on, not just in the world today, but in eternity in this great story and the call that you're putting on our lives to join in. So God, we, 
we do pray and, and continue to pray today that you will give us a desire, a desire for something that you desire and that it would drive us to our knees and see our part in it. We pray in your mighty name. Amen. Well, we love you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon.